Howdy, 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 and welcome to Thriving in the Transition, the podcast, episode 12. I'm still, and I'll continue to be, and I'll say it every flippin' week, I'm humbled to be able to bring this podcast to you and to be a part of your lives. Again, yeah, I say it every week. That's only because I mean it every week. Your feedback, encouragement, and connection make it all worthwhile. Doing this, connecting with you is truly amazing and inspirational. For me, for anyone that hears it, for people that don't even know that this podcast exists yet, there's inspiration to be had. So, yay me, yay you, and yay us. As we continue to grow and broaden our audience, give us that five-star rating, the elusive white unicorn five-star rating. Follow us, subscribe, add positive comments, like us, give us a thumbs up, whatever your flavor of feedback, we're willing to take it. Feedback is a gift, and I'm looking to receive a gift from all of you. What I'm ultimately trying to say You should connect with us. You should engage with us. Right now, this podcast is available on Anchor FM, Apple Podcast, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Simply search for us wherever you listen to great podcasts. Our goal is to be among that list of great podcasts that you listen to, that you rely upon, And that you find useful. Why am I doing this? I'm actually not totally sure. Sometimes I lose track of time. And things just happen. And I wake up. And there's this amazing new podcast ready to go. Maybe I've got a problem. I'm not sure. But don't worry. I tend not to operate heavy machinery on a regular basis. So we should be all good. Actually... The truth is, I simply want to practice what I preach. I absolutely believe that part of my purpose in this life is to connect with others, to bring people together. I want to highlight and exemplify the fact that we have more in common than we do in difference. Yes, the differences are super, super easy to see and identify, but discovering and appreciating those commonalities That's so much more fun. That's so much more interesting. So, yeah, that's partly why I'm doing this. The other part, or the rest of the story, as to why I'm doing this, I really want to shine a light on those slightly enigmatic, charismatic, and inspirational people among us. Because sometimes they go unsung. And I want to sing their praises, I want to highlight them, I want to connect with them, and I want you to connect with them. I want to share their stories about thriving during the transitions. The theory being that hearing about other people succeed will give anyone that is struggling the motivation and encouragement to continue and thrive in their own respective transitions. And if motivation, encouragement, and passion are what you're looking for, you've come to the right place. This episode was designed for you. Today, you get to hear from Lucy Coelho, 
She's an amazing person with an equally, if not more, amazing story. If you're lucky, she'll share some of that story with you. Okay, I'll be totally honest. Even if you're not lucky, you're going to hear a little bit about Lucy's story. After all, this is a previously recorded podcast. So, you know, that's how it works. Enough of me babbling. Let's go ahead and get into this conversation on purpose and the importance of understanding self right after this little break. Intro and outro music by Genesis 7. You can listen to more of his music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you stream your music. Just search for Genesis 7. That is G-E-N-E-S-I-S, and then the number 7 directly behind it. If you're interested in purchasing music from him, shoot him a note on the contact form on his website at genesis7productions.com. Driving in the transition fans, welcome, welcome, welcome for another episode. I'm not here by myself. I've got a guest, and I've got to tell you, I'm super, super excited to introduce you to Lucy Coelho. Lucy is a brilliant person. She is an advocate of strength. She is a diversity and inclusion leader. She is a project manager. She is a mother. She's an entertainer. She's a fabulous, fabulous cook. Uh, she's, oh my gosh, you should see the tables that this woman sets. She is a proponent of purpose. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Ultimately, we're going to talk about how purpose will help you in the transition and how it drives things for your life. I'm going to pause there and let you say hi. Lucy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Will. Wow, what an introduction. I am taking notes because I don't know if I can repeat everything you said about me. Thank you so much. That was really kind. And hello to You're everybody welcome. on the call, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're welcome. And so here's the thing, Lucy. You know me. I'm not sure if I can repeat everything that I said either, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> That's fine. Let's do it. All right. Perfect. So when we talked about you joining the show, immediately when the concept or the topic of purpose came up, you were really the first and only person that I thought of. And ultimately, it's that concept of understanding self. Why is purpose so important? For me, it's uh, we are all human beings that are on earth for a reason. And purpose for me is fulfilling that reason. It's, it's being useful. It's being able to make sure that you're not wasting your time and benefiting others as well. Because for me, purpose, it's not just for yourself. You are created with a mission to also bring others to their purpose as well. I love that. You were created to, with a mission to bring other people to their purpose as well. Yeah. So this isn't a real question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Tell me more about that, only because purpose is one of those things that I think a lot of people struggle with because it seems so big. When we talk about things greater than ourselves, clearly purpose is one of them. And because it's so big, people, I think, freeze. They lose 
side of that. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to find it. It confuses them. Those of Mm -hmm. us that have found it, it's a Mm -hmm. huge tool. So what would you suggest for people that are struggling with even the concept of purpose? Well, uh, let me define this very easily for everybody to, to really get it. Think about why and try to respond to that question. Why do I exist? And, and I think the, the, the time that we are going through right now, there are a lot of people asking that question, right? Why do I exist? It's very simple if you just define by, by that, because once you know your why, then it allows you to make better decisions, to be the best of yourself, and, and to act upon your why. What do you think? Was that good? That was, that was incredibly good. Like to the point, I want to ask more questions, but I, I don't know if I can. So, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go for it. Let's, okay, I want to play devil's advocate. Uh, I ask myself, why do I exist? I don't know. Life is hard. Coronavirus is, you know, killing people. The government's filling in the blank. Yeah, I live in a bad neighborhood. I don't have things or stuff. Uh, I was just laid off. You know, people tend to focus on the negative, especially when you talk about something like purpose. Mm-hmm. Then what? What if, what if my why is I don't know? That, that's a really good question because um, I caught myself several times asking that. When you look at the, the negative side of life, it's really hard for you to define your purpose. But I always look at the bright side of things, right? And, and I am a person that is very, you know, faithful, and I know I have a purpose regardless the the times that I, uh, we are living. And, and I've been learning that I don't have an answer for everything, uh, and not everybody else will have an answer for everything. So I made a decision to focus on my positive why. And probably, uh, you know, one thing that I've, I've learned, too, is probably my purpose. It w- I won't see the fulfillment of my purpose. And that's okay because, as I said at the beginning, our purpose, our why, might be to help others find their own why. I'm going to stop using the, the word purpose. I'm going to use the word why. Okay, so because you see sometimes, I mean, we, we can't explain why somebody is dying and sick. But then later on, we reflect and say, wow, that person impacted so many lives. And, and then that's why that person existed. And nice. I, I from, yeah, so it, it, it's when I look at my own story, my own journey, I've been through a lot. And you know my journey, Will. And at the time that I was going through the valleys and literally running through the desert in Mexico to come from Brazil to here, that time I did not understand why I was, you know, why am I here, you know, risking my life. But now fast forward several years, and I look back, that experience that I had and others that I had through my journey has been helping so many people find their own why. And then I can look and say, okay, that's why. <laughs> because nothing, <laughs> right? It's like nothing is in vain. There was a purpose for that. Not, if, even if I'm doing something that like, 
I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, but it's, it's that divine intervention that makes things have a meaning. Um, so it, it's just fulfilling to me. So by sharing my why and, and, and looking back and reflecting, it really sets the tone for my why going forward. So two questions, Lucy, and thank you for that. I love it. Uh, the first one, is it fair for me to say that you don't have to understand your why or your purpose for it to exist? It, it is fair. It is fair uh, because we try to explain everything. And, and, and I personally, if I try to explain everything and, and find it's so much waste of time, and, and I don't want, don't take it, don't take it the wrong way, but go with the flow, but not go with the flow just by slacking going with the flow. It's, it's, it's putting meaning into it. It's putting your heart into it, right? And it comes naturally. Uh, as you mentioned on my introduction, you talk about me being, being such a passionate person about strength. And the reason why I'm so passionate about uh, spending time finding my strengths and, and really using my strengths to discover that purpose and helping others to do the same, it's because I truly believe that when we stop and really spend time with ourselves and find those natural talents, those natural abilities, that, that thing that is natural when you, 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 it's ingrained on your DNA, those are the tools that were given to you to live that purpose. Just think about a carpenter, right, has a toolbox. And every single tool in that toolbox has a purpose. But the only, the, the, those tools will only have the true purpose if the carpenter knows how to use those tools. So for me, knowing my strengths, knowing my talents, it helps me really clarify my purpose because those are the tools that I have to have that purposeful life. And I love that analogy with the toolbox because now you can do something. If you stop and evaluate what tools do you have and you're not sure of your mm -hmm. purpose, you can now answer why. Oh, why is that hammer there? Why is the saw there? Why is the great communication skills? Why is the perseverance there? All of those things can point to your purpose. Exactly. Exactly. Those are the good clues, right, that we can use to really find that, that purpose, find that why. Uh, what I've been seeing is a lot of people are checking somebody else's toolbox instead of really learning about their own tools. So yeah. <laughs> that, that was brilliant. People are checking out other people's toolboxes. What's the risk of that? So, so what? What's the hazard? So what if I'm checking out your toolbox? What, what do you see as that issue? You're, you're trying to be someone else. It's, it's about you not being your true self. It's about, you know, you, you trying to mimic somebody else. You know, when, when somebody say to me, I want to be like you when I grow up, I really hope that you don't want to be like me because that will be extremely dangerous to have two Lucy's. Okay, so what <laughs> the world isn't ready for that. Exactly. So what about if you say, I want to learn with you, then I can be myself too when I grow up. So 
that's where I want to really help people is that why don't you, instead of you trying to be somebody else, be your authentic self, right? Spend that time with yourself. Life is so busy, so crazy, and now, of course, everybody's pausing with this, this crisis, but look at the silver lining. I really do hope that this pause that the earth is going through right now, it's helping people to do that self-reflection, right, to really find that authenticity on themselves, right? It, it's not trying to be somebody else, to do what others are doing, to, you know, to be successful like that person. Just be yourself. And then you don't know who you are. You know, probably you need to spend some time getting to know yourself. It's about that relationship, right? So we always talk about relationship. And when we think about relationship, we always talk, think about others. How about if you spend time having a relationship with yourself? Because the only relationships that are really last is when, when, when people spend time with the other, getting to know them, right? What if you stop and actually pause and have a relationship with yourself? I can guarantee you, you're going to find that purpose. You're going to find that true meaning. And you're going to find your authenticity for sure. Just so, just so powerful, Lucy. You know my love of music, and I've got a question coming for you around songs and sort of the same thing, thinking about yourself. There's this concept of comfort that's baked into there, right? I, my, my assertion, my belief is the reason that people, part of the reason people don't discover their purpose is because of exactly what you said. You need to spend time with yourself. You need to understand you. You need to support you. But that's incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But, you know, let me tell you something. Yeah, let me just, please. Yeah, I, before you complete your sentence there, we grow on the areas of comfort. That's when we grow. That's where we grow. So what's brilliant about that, Lucy, uh, my guest Tammy Parrish from a few episodes ago sent me an email, I think it was earlier this week, and pretty much said the exact same thing. She said, hey, Will had this concept on or this idea that you need discomfort in order to grow. Uh, you were the mm-hmm. second person this week to bring that up. So Thriving in the Transition fans, look for an episode near you coming in the near future where we talk about the benefits or the power of discomfort. Because it is that, yeah. that sense that lets you know that it's time to grow or that you're in the act of growing. Exactly. Uh, let me use, use another analogy. I love analogies. In the beginning of the summer, we are very uncomfortable with the heat, right? Very uncomfortable. And then we just get used to it. We don't want to change. It's good. And then it can be 100 degrees. Okay, it's, it's great. If you don't do something, or my message is, if you don't do something about that discomfort, you just get used to it. It just you get you get the mold of it, right? And, and we should not just be molded by by a situation. We need to be encouraged to do something about it. I know I, I, I'm going to wait for the next podcast because I'm sure that we're going to have so much to talk about uh, discomfort. But I just want to mention that. But. Um, you said about song, and I just want to know where you want to get to that because I do have a song to talk about a lot of discomfort that has been speaking a lot to me 
went through my transitions in life. Oh, and so we're going to get that. We're going to save that for near the end. Uh, and I know okay. you can't wait to share it, and I'm excited to get there too. <laughs> uh, so bear with me just a, a couple more minutes before we get there. Uh, Lucy, you clearly there's, there's some depth, and you alluded to some things, being in the desert on the way to the country, coming from Brazil. I, I want to get to your story, or at least part of it, uh, because, folks, this, this is an amazing, amazing story, and we'll build up to a few more of those things. So hopefully you've picked up on those subtleties that Lucy's alluded to. Lucy, mm-hmm. we, we've had a great conversation so far, and we're just getting started. Why did you accept my invitation to be on the show in the first place? Well, first and foremost, uh, the, the title of the show uh, caught my attention right away because the word tribe, it, it's, it's a word that I, means a lot to me uh, because when I think about tribe, it's about flourishing. It's about prospering. It's about uh, developing. So that caught my attention. And then when you gave me um, the choices of the themes, it was just like such a no-brainer when you, you <laughs> gave me the choices. And I read, read there, first it's the importance of understanding uh, self. I was like, <laughs> has my name all over it. And, and, and not only because of the, you know, the, the title of the show and, and, the, you know, and the subject or the topic, it's because I truly believe that my experience through my transitions in life has blessed so many people that it's more, it's a pleasure to be able to share that with your audience today. So definitely um, it was an easy, uh, it is an invite to accept. Thank you for that, Lucy. Greatly appreciate it. And again, I appreciate you being on the show. You just said something very, very subtle about, you know, liking the, the title and thriving. It means flourishing. And, and I'm with you. Clearly, I, I'm with you a, a thousand percent. You mentioned again, very casually, that in the middle of your transitions, you realized that you were impacting other people. Mm -hmm. How did you come to that? Because in my experience, that's where people get confused because transitions are so personal, in some cases so painful, you don't understand where you are, let alone how you impact other folks. You've been able to realize that you impact other people. Tell, tell me more about that, or how did you come to that point? Yeah, when we think about transitions uh, and the human beings, uh, we naturally want things to happen very quickly. We are in a rush to immediate results. And I was just talking to one of my mentees this week, and after a long conversation, I said to him, you know, uh, that you, did you notice that you, you, your entire conversation, you're just focusing on the end result? but you really are missing the journey because in the journey, going back to that discomfort, the, the journey is where you really learn, right? You are really missing the, the joy of the journey. And, and we go to that. How, how do we go to that journey is defined by our attitude, right? It's that attitude that we go to that journey that really defines ourselves our mission, our purpose, and how we're going to help others too. I mean, my, my life has been marked so far for so many transitions. Think about perfect storming situations, right? And think about suffering situations. Think about uh, I've been through that. 
but then when I look back now, and, and the reason why I was able to try those, to, to those transitions is really understanding I'm here. I don't know why I'm here right now, but I, I'm sure that I'm growing. It's through the peaks and valleys of life that we learn, and, and, and people are so uh, focused on just going to the peaks but they forget that in order for you to go to a peak, you have to go through the valley. And, and sharing that with others gives them hope. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You know, it's like, trust me, I've been there. It's not about me telling what others are doing. I'm, I'm sharing my own testimony. And, I, I, you know, for me, testimony is so powerful because who can, who can debate your own experience? Right? And exactly. Yeah, it's laughable. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's how I've been uh, using my transitions, my experiences uh, to try and, and, and stop to smell the roses, <laughs> you know? And, and, and just, it's, it's, like a, it, it's like a big puzzle. If you think about each piece of the puzzle separate, they have no meaning whatsoever. You cannot see the final result if you just look at the, the pits separate. But it does take time to put them together. And as you're putting them together and, comp- and each piece complementing it, you know, each other, then when you look back and, you know, you step back and you look at the full pictures like, wow, that, is, that was worth it, you know, several days. <laughs> you know, five thousand puzzle pieces. Uh, I know that you uh, you love puzzles, Will. Um, what yes, do you think I do. of my analogy? <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I love it, and it's the thing that I like most about the puzzle analogy, Lucy, is that it's so accessible. Meaning that everybody understands the puzzle. If you think jigsaw puzzle immediately, it makes sense. Just because you have this one piece, you don't know what it is but you know you're building something bigger. So that keeps you going to look for that other piece. And if you're like me, I, I try and do all the borders first. That kind of makes things easier. Whether or not you use that strategy during your transition, yeah. it's, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's, be, it's bigger than just that one puzzle piece. And I totally. like that a lot. Yeah, so your strategy, I, yeah, just like your strategy might be different than mine. Yeah. So how you enjoying your journey can be different than mine. So this is where we are very unique, right? But then the focus on let's, let's enjoy that journey. Let's use our own strategies on the how. But we know that it is a, it, it, there is an end there. But for now, let's focus on, 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 on enjoying that journey. And, and I love that. So, so, so many things you said. I'm going to try and, and capture a couple of them here. Everybody wants to enjoy the peaks, but forget that you have to go through a valley in order to get to a peak. Um, Mm -hmm. You also said that we as humans tend to be in a rush to get to the end result Mm -hmm. uh, and enjoy the journey. And with that one, Lucy, I'm reminded, again, of my friend Steve Ryman, who's been on the show, and he shared this great poem by Robert Hastings called The Station, uh, where people tend to either dwell on the station they just left or they're looking forward to the station that's coming up instead of enjoying the station that they're at. 
Uh, and right. you're saying exactly the same thing. So, folks, exactly. there are some commonalities here. That's why I want to share these stories for you to pick up these commonalities. And as Lucy said, handle your transition your own way. Your methodology mm-hmm. may be different, but we're all in transition at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And, right. and think about that. Life is a transition by itself. You're going to have, like the, you just mentioned, the stops, right? Let's enjoy each stop of that transition. Yeah, that, that's big. You have to enjoy If you don't, like you said, you're at the end, in this case, at the end of your life, and realize you didn't exactly. actually enjoy anything. Exactly, and that is too late for you yeah. to do that. Oh, absolutely. All right, Lucy, let's, I, I've got to ask you this question. This is big. Again, you people, you've seen bits and pieces of Lucy's background, and now you're, you're going to learn a lot more. Uh, Lucy, <laughs> of, of, of your transitions, personal, professional, which of them stand out the most and why? Which of your transitions stands out the most and why? Well, I probably people are thinking like, oh, she's going to tell us about her um, professional. No, I, my professional transitions, are very important, but my personal transitions have been of much, a, a lot of value. So let me let me share a little bit. It, maybe I'll get into my professional transitions too. But when I was 21 years old, young, right, um, in in Brazil, trying to find the purpose in life, trying to find what's next for me, and could not get a visa to go from Brazil to to come from Brazil to here. Um, my husband and I decided to be adventurers, and we actually came to U.S. illegally through the Mexico, to Mexico. So uh, you probably have watched movies of people running through the deserts, you know, going under the fence and all those craziness. That's real life because I was there. I, that, that was huge. That transition from Brazil to U.S. was, was a life-changing experience that I survived. And, and I think it's important to mention that I had, I was pregnant of my first child wow. when, I, when I came from Brazil. I, I was four months pregnant. Very dangerous. I do not, uh, uh, you know, uh, tell anybody to do it. It was very insane dangerous uh, to do it. And when my daughter was 21 and I look at her and was like, what? what? How stupid I was with my life at 21 and pregnant. Look at her right now. She's just like, she's enjoying life in college, and, and there I was crossing the border. <laughs> Crazy. But I do remember sometimes uh, during that journey, that was on the night of the, the, that we crossed the border, I remember us being in a hole for several hours just waiting for the right time to, to run. I, was, I mean, I had other people around me, but I felt like just me and, 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 and the stars and, and thinking about everything. And in order for me not to be anxious and really have fear take over me, I stayed in the moment. I stayed mm. there in a moment, in that hole, in the pitch black dark night just with the stars. I stayed in that moment. And I said, let me take this now because I don't know what's going to happen next. So let me take this moment now here, me and myself and I and the stars. So that was huge. And, you know, fast forwarding a few years just think about someone coming to America, didn't speak any English, pregnant. It, it was just 
us, and probably some of your uh, people that are listening right now, they related to my experience, or some of their family members probably went through the same thing, right, being um, not having a green card to work, so I could not work legally, so I was doing housekeeping job, I was doing babysitting job, and one of my clients, I was cleaning his office for many years, uh, one day he came to me and, and he started talking to me, and he suddenly just said, do you want to work for me? And I was like, uh, I already do it. I, already, I am in your house. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 no. Work in my office. And I was like, uh, can I remind you that I am illegal? I have two kids and I don't speak English well. And why me? Right? The why. Exactly. Um, and then and I said, why me? And he said, he said something that changed my life. That transitioned me to the next chapter of my life that really triggered my career too. He said to me, I've been watching you, and you do your job with passion and excellence. Therefore, I want to help you. Well, that became my motto. You and I work together. You know that is my motto. And it's ingrained in everything I do is the passion and excellence, right? So just think about someone that there was cleaning, a cleaner, housekeeper, and in, in overnight became an office assistant, assistant, right? But just think about if my attitude at that moment, if I was doing my job careless, just like I just need the money to – to support my children. No, because I, I just think about that. If, if my attitude towards my job it was a bad one, I will probably not be where I am today. That was no way So fast forward in a few years, that man actually sponsored my green card. And then it was just from there, just growing to another firm and another firm, and I ended up, you know, where, where I am today and working with you for a few years. But those transitions really empowered me to learn something new about myself, to, to really spend time with myself, to grow, find that why, and investing on it. And I have to tell you, it's been a great investment, great, great investment. Yeah. You don't have to tell me, Lucy. I've seen it. I've felt it. Um, and, and, and let me – so I, I, I have to, Lucy, because, again, there's still this thing about humility. So far, all the guests that I've had on the show have been very, very humble. Let, let me set the stage here. At age 21, this woman leaves her country, leaves everything that she knows, treks across South and Latin America at 21 mm-hmm. and pregnant – doesn't speak the language. She casually said, while I was waiting in a hole for several hours, uh, I focused on that experience with the stars, kept going, wound up cleaning somebody's, well, cleaning houses, but because she brought her passion, brought herself, every tool that she has that was recognized, that turned into an office manager job. And this is where she got really, really humble. Oh, then just a, a few companies later, uh, here I am. And let me tell you right now, Lucy Coelho is 
a global inclusion, diversity, and culture leader. She is a global project management expert. She has an impact on a 90,000-plus person organization. To me, and I've heard the story before, Lucy, and this isn't even the full story, <laughs> folks. Um, yeah. I've heard the story before. I'm still floored, and I hope you get a sense of the size of this transition. And then the humility of this woman on the line with me saying, yeah, just a few companies later, here I am. I learned some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, if I may, I want to just mention a personal transition too, besides the, the whole desert thing, because um, I, I, I probably some of some of the, the, the listeners are they they have a partner, they are married, and it's like, what is she talking about transition? Here I am in, in such a horrible transition in my life. There's no hope for me, and I'm always trying to fix somebody else, you know. Um, so one of our testimonies that I also use uh, to help others as well, uh, my husband and I have been married. We actually, this year, we're celebrating 32 years of marriage. I know people are them, them mad. Thank you. And do you think that it was like moons and stars all the time? No. The first several years through all this quick, the craziness that I shared with you, there was a bad marriage there too, a really, really bad marriage. It was just like another thing for me to ask why this is happening, right? But we decided to look for help, not only look for help, we decided to, to focus on ourselves, like what is the need that I need to change? What is the need that I need to to really get to know myself, and, and she did the same thing within, you know, help and, and, and you know, a lot of support, we, we straightened our marriage. And then said, oh, that's awesome, but it doesn't stop there. We use our experience today to help other couples. When we hear about couples, couples just giving up, we step in and say, hey, we can help you. Let, let us share what we have learned, right? It's like those experiences in life, that's going back to what I said before. Your purpose is not just for you. It's for you to help mm-hmm. others. So your why is really going to be something that is going to help others. Do you think that I was, you know, doing that, that bad time on our marriage? I was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. We're going to help somebody else later. Of course not. <laughs> Of course not, right? <laughs> uh, but then when we look back now and we see all these couples, all these marriages that we're able to be used to help, to restore, to give them hope, um, it, it's just so rewarding. It's fulfilling. Because when you think about purpose, I think about fulfillment. So, yeah, it's fulfilling. So when, it's, when anybody on this call is thinking about purpose, think about that. What is fulfilling in life? And you probably don't know right, uh, right away. Trust me. But at the end of that journey, you will, you're going to find that it was all that pain. It's going to help others to go through that pain. And it's fulfilling to be able to help others. And, Lucy, I'm reminded of 
So I just, on social media, if you follow me on Instagram at Logic Coach, L-O-G-I-Q underscore coach. I just posted a meme. I think it was last week. It could have been earlier this week. It was actually a quote from my wife. I, I try and be the big thinker uh, in the family, the deep thinker, but I, I'm not, and I don't give my wife enough mm-hmm. credit sometimes. She said, if your dreams are only about your comfort, you're not dreaming big enough. And I love that. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm mm-hmm. right now in the moment, it's hitting me. It's the same thing about purpose. If you're struggling with what your purpose is or how to find it, your purpose is more than just you. If your purpose is only about making you comfortable, you haven't found it. Exactly. It's bingo. Let me add to that more because you know my passion for strength. <laughs> and I always tell, because when I think about strength, I always think about the purpose, like I said, right? Because your strengths are the tools for you to have that purposeful life. And I always tell when I'm doing those workshops, I always tell people that your strengths are not yours to keep. Those are yours mm. to share. You know, think about that. That's so that brilliant. Means your, yeah, yeah, so that means that your toolbox that you are an expert on it is not just for you to fix your broken pieces. It's to help others fix their broken pieces as well. Wow, your strengths aren't just to fix your broken pieces. Okay, Lucy, Mm -hmm. I've I've known you for uh, multiple years, uh, (laughs) and I've got to tell you, the more I talk to you, the more I learn. Uh, Again, made this post a while ago, working with great people makes you great. Uh, Lucy, you are making me a better person right now. This is amazing. Back at you. Back at you, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You you made this point with your marriage between you and your husband, how it wasn't good. In fact, you called it bad to begin with, and you you got help, and now you help other folks. There's a very huge point there uh, that I I want to make for people. You you were using this toolbox analogy uh, that if you look at your tools that can point – the way to your purpose. Why is that tool there? You can find purpose that way. But I also see that you may not have all the tools that you need, and it's okay to get additional tools. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So this is where, Will, that people think that they need to be every, they need to know everything. They need to have all the skills. They have to be their, like, the whole self. That's very selfish. Because the, the human beings, we are not created to be alone. If we're created to be alone, Eve will not be existed, right? Because Eve was created to be that piece to complement Adam, right? So just going back to the basics in here, we're created to complement each other. So what it's missing, again, to the toolbox analogy, what it's missing on my toolbox might be on yours. Right? It's not about me going to your toolbox and taking your tools. It's telling you, it's partnering with you to complement what's missing on my toolbox. (laughs) I'm laughing (laughs) because just very simple thoughts and things that I know and believe uh, that you just say so succinctly. Humans weren't meant to be alone. If that was the case, Eve would have never existed. Yeah. Just wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, I'm inspired today. <laughs> good, and clearly you are. Uh, and thank you for being inspired because, again, if you're not inspired, you can't inspire others. And clearly that's exactly. what you're doing right now. And, yeah. and listeners, I hope you're feeling a tenth of what I'm feeling right now. All right, Lucy, we talked about your big transition, and it was a, a huge transition. I, in fact, I still can't believe you did that. With that in mind, what does thriving in the transition mean to you? For me, thriving in the transition, it, it just because I said so much about the journey and the goals and not everything, it, it, I, I know I'm going to repeat myself, but thriving in the transition is, for me, it's being resilient. It, it's, it's, it's really, you are going through a trans, transitions are not easy. And thriving, it, it's you giving your whole self, it's you giving your best, you, you, you know, you're aiming for that success uh, regardless, right? But you are going through it. So for me, thriving the transition means resilience. And it's interesting why I mentioned this word resilience because I've been hearing a lot about this, this word lately. And I actually had a coaching session today right after we spoke. And I was sharing with my coach my experience, and then she sent me an email. And it's interesting enough, on her email, she said, your experience is a true experience of resilience. I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's it. So for me, thriving transitions, is, it's, it's that. It's being resilient. It's, it's, it's the attitude as you go through it. Right? It's not giving up. It's embracing it. Beautiful. That's, again, just that's, and I agree. It is all about resilience and, and not giving up and being true to yourself. And more so, I'll, I'm going to tie things back, being true to your purpose. Yeah. If you are not true to your purpose and you, you don't work through that transition, you're not only letting yourself down. You're potentially letting the rest of the world down. And, yes, that sounds no overly kidding. dramatic, but I, I think mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, and, and, and I, let me just add to that, too, because that's so true, because you see a lot of people disappointed with themselves, and why are they disappointed with themselves when you ask? And they say, I failed myself. Why did you fail yourself? And, and probably they don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, maybe it's because you really did not, um, you know, been driven by that purpose. Maybe that's what you need to do is to really find that purpose so you can succeed. Yeah. So when I think about failure factor, yeah. So uh, let me rephrase, and if I put words in your mouth, you know, call me out on it, Lucy. If you're not getting the results that you want, if you're not where you want to be in life, if you're, I'm even going to say if you're not happy, maybe you should check to see if you're living your purpose. I couldn't say any better. You, you, you just put words in my mouth. You did. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know we have a thing of, you know, completing each other's sentence, and people know that. <laughs> you right. <But> yes. <laughs> yep. Again, people, purpose is not this mystical thing that Mm-mm. only a handful of people understand. We've been dropping breadcrumbs along this whole conversation to help you find that purpose and uh, to illustrate the importance of knowing self because once you understand yourself, once you understand the tools in your toolkit, once you find your purpose, the universe will conspire to help you fulfill that purpose. And Mm -hmm. that's a paraphrase from Paulo Coelho. 
I, I'm gonna Lucy, no no relation. In case people are thinking, oh my God, it's Paul Quello. It's the same last the name. <laughs> same we might last be related. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's exactly. possible. Super super cool. All right, Lucy. Now here's the time. Here's where I, I want to find out about that love song or song of support or inspiration, reassurance or comfort. What love song would you dedicate to yourself? to help you through a rough transition. And again, if, you're, if this is your first episode of Thriving in the Transition, welcome and thank you for tuning in. In episode four, I, I put forth this concept that if people in general would treat themselves like they do the object of their favorite love song, they'd thrive more. They'd love themselves more. They'd help themselves out. They'd support themselves Thriving in the transition would be easier. So, Lucy, and I know early on you wanted to share this song because it, it mm-hmm. means so much to you. What song would you dedicate to yourself, or what song do you use to get through your transitions? Well, um, I, I was thinking about it, and, of course, it is a song that it tells me so much about the journey and the pain and, 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 the, and the outcome of transitions. It's, it's a song from Hillsong Worship called New Wine. If you think about a wine, everybody enjoys a bottle of wine. It's so great, right, to sit down at the end of the day, have a nice glass of wine, but you have no idea what's the process that, that uh, those, those four grapes went through to, to be that nice wine at your table, right? And that's exactly what this song um, tells me, uh, is that process of that crushing process and, and, and the purpose. I actually, uh, this song speaks to this day and it spoke so, so directly to me. If I may, I want to read the lyrics. Uh, and Please. To the point that I, that the, you know, because it says, the song says, in the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You are breaking new ground. So I yield to you and to your careful hands. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing. But all you have given me, Jesus, bring, me, bring the new wine out of me. Will, I came here with nothing. You know that. And this is where I cry. When I look now where I am today, personally, professionally, my family, my kids, that crushing, that pressing was uncomfortable. That, you know, there was time that I, some of those branches need to be cut, and it was painful. But then when I look today, the wine that, that I am now, right, that new wine through that crushing, through that pressing, through that journey, it, it was so worth it. It was so worth it. So this is a love song to my soul, right? It really brings me really that purpose and hope. And also as human beings, we love control. But I, I I mean, you follow me on Instagram, and I posted something on Instagram today about that, right? It's, it's you, if you have control, it, when we lose control, we think that 
the fall, the world is fall is going to fall apart. But I'm going to oh, find that book because I want to read it. I, I definitely want to read that. But that's my love song. That is my love song. Yeah. Just how that sound? How that song sound to you? <laughs> it, so it, it's powerful on so many levels. Like this, this is one of those songs. It, it is a a song of faith. So that alone, if you take it at face value, it's powerful. Right. Like you mm-hmm. said, in the crushing, in the pressing, you're, you're making new wine. That right there alone is just super powerful. But now, if we dedicate that to ourselves, I yield to you and your careful hands, I will trust you. How many of us would thrive more if we trusted ourselves? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't need to understand, to your point where you said, we all want to know. We all want to get to the end. We want to get to the end result. Here, you're giving yourself permission not to understand, not to know, but mm-hmm. keep going because yeah. there's a purpose, there's a bigger why at the end of it. So I, you hit a home run here, Lucy. A- again, twofold. Yes, as a song of faith, brilliant. But now as your chosen love song to yourself, even more powerful. I can see where this speaks to your soul, Lucy. This, in fact, yeah. I'm going to somehow get a hold of Hillsong Worship and say we need to rename the song New Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can try. So let me say this talking about we're talking about trust. And, and, and by the way, you can share my Instagram and my contact with, with your uh, with the listeners here, uh, I just posted on my story today something about that, like trust and control do not coexist. You can have control or you can have trust, but you cannot have both. <laughs> trust mm-hmm. and control do not coexist. Mm-hmm. You can have one or the other. But you cannot have both. I, I can't I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Um, and so that, that right there, Lucy, has a lot of meaning for me. And I haven't shared a lot about this part of me on the show yet. Um, I find it very hard to surrender to anything or anyone because I've seen results and success via control. I think I can always have input or control in just about every situation. And I know that's an opportunity for me. But what mm-hmm. you just said, trust and control don't coexist. My message, my takeaway is do you have as much trust as you think you do? Because exactly. if my focus is on the control, I'm missing the trust somewhere. And as a connections person, as someone who wants to highlight and exemplify that we've got more in common than we do in difference, there's opportunity for me to trust more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I, I mean, we are, again, as a human beings, we are naturally trying to control everything and everyone. And I decided many times on my transitions, my journey, to just let it go. It's, it's less stressful. It's less mm-hmm. painful. Uh, and, and really allows me to enjoy the journey. And, and I'm telling you, I've been practicing this so much, especially now with the situation, that this whole unknown because we, as human beings, we thought that we had control of the planet. Ah, right. <laughs> Look where we are today. We are, we are inside our 
assumes completely we lost control. We need to trust that this situation is going to go away. What are you going to do? You just have to stay still. Pause. The earth has paused so we can learn that we don't have control. We're going to have to trust. Nice. And, Lucy, to build off of that, I think that's what a lot of people are really struggling with because Mm -hmm. now they're forced to trust. And if that's not Mm -hmm. natural, if you haven't worked on yourself, if if that's not comfortable for you, that's, that's possibly some of the tension and anxiety, fear, frustration, and anger that you feel right now. Totally. Totally. Exactly. And it's, it's, oh. it's, uh, it's, it's a journey. It's take one day at a time, you know, stop and, 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 and listen to yourself. And, and one thing, and I promise I'm going to shut up soon, <laughs> uh, but I was, I was reading something this morning about anxiety. It was saying that anxiety is not the cause. Anxiety is just a symptom. And I was like, Wow. That is so powerful if you think about, right? Because as we're going through the journeys, are we going to transitions that we normally have that anxiety? But it's what is really causing that anxiety. Maybe it's the, you know, that's the lack of control, right? Because mm-hmm. we like to control everything. You know, we, we have to, to give up. And another thing that I also read was um, faith and fear, they, they, they both have something common. Uh, they both are the unknown but you have to make a choice. I'll just leave that. Wow. Just, wow. Yeah, and, and it's not for us to determine what uh-uh. people's situations are. Please do the thought, do the work for yourself to see where you are. Exactly. Lucy, beautiful. Okay, one last question, and you, you, this, this may, have, may have been your, your drop the microphone moment, but I'm, I'm going to ask it anyway. We're, we're pretty much at the end. What one thing do you want to leave people with? Wow. <laughs> wow, I said so much. I'm probably going to repeat myself, but one thing, one thing, pause, reflect, get to know yourself for who you are, because if you don't do that, the environment that you are at will define you and might be the wrong definition of yourself. Wow. So did I drop I, the microphone? <laughs> you 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 threw down the microphone and stepped on it. <laughs> like just when you didn't think it could get any better, like literally Lucy, at the end of the conversation, you come up with reflect on yourself, get to know yourself for who you are, because if you don't other people will define it for you. Mhm. Yes. A- amazing. Yes. Just absolutely, absolutely, absolutely amazing. I, I don't want to stop here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been an amazing conversation. I think you've given people a lot of tools. I think you've given a lot of people places to reflect on themselves. And quite frankly, Lucy, as always, and this is one of the things that I absolutely love about you, You've lived your purpose on this call because ultimately I think you've helped a lot of people with your words and sharing your experiences. And for that, I say thank you. 
no, thank, thank you for allowing me to shine a light on, on several people and, and to be that channel uh, to, to bring this awareness to others. Thank you. You are welcome. And, wow, I'm, I'm going to end things here. I, I don't know how I can build on that. So thanks again, Lucy. <laughs> uh, we'll talk soon. Another special thank you to Lucy Coelho for sharing her story and experiences with purpose and the importance of knowing self. I really can't help but reflect on how easy she makes it all sound, but that's what happens when you listen to someone who lives their purpose. They are inspiring. They are motivating. They are proof of the possibility, and that's why I'm glad that she was here on this show with us. Now, conversely, we acknowledge that finding your purpose can be challenging. A lot of us struggle with it. It's really, really difficult. But you've got all the tools. You get what I did there? Referencing back to that toolbox that Lucy talked about. You've got all the tools you need to discover your purpose. Or, as Lucy said, your why. This topic is everything. When it comes to thriving in the transition, there's probably no topic more important than discovering your purpose. That's the driver for everything that comes after. Right now, I'm going to do my best to recap for you because we covered a lot and a lot of it is really, really good. First, you don't have to understand your why, or purpose for it to exist. A bit of a philosophical thing right there. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Doesn't mean that it's not out there in the world having an impact. Now, yes, you need to understand it eventually, but it already exists. Things that you can look at or look for, look on the bright side of things. You have to have that positivity. Now, Steve Ryman and I talked about that too, right? Have that positive intent. Sometimes you have to look back to see what your why is. You have to look at the things you've done, the things that you've liked, the things that you've gotten feedback on, those things that you've been attracted to. One of the most mind-blowing things for me, your purpose isn't just for you. Others are impacted by the purpose. Without your purpose, other people's purposes might not be activated. Other people's whys might not be apparent. So all of that is baked into you don't have to understand your why or your purpose for it to exist. Next, knowing your strengths can help you identify your purpose. Lucy is a huge proponent of strengths, as am I. This is not the first time you've heard this topic. The Gallup organization has done a tremendous amount of work around the concept of strengths. There's books, there's assessments. Please, please, please take advantage of this content. If you want to know more, reach out to me. I'll share my experience. I'll share my knowledge. I'll help get you on the right path. However, simply put, a strength is something that not only you're good at, but you like doing it. You're drawn to it. For me, a good example is photography. I've always liked photography. For a long time, I never called myself a photographer. However, 
if I look back to just about any gathering I've ever been at, I was always the one asked to take pictures. I was always the one asked to bring a camera. I was always the one entrusted to capture those memories on film or in digital format. Photography was a strength of mine. Never thought about it until much later in life. But it's that sort of reflection that you need to do, but also how your strengths can help add to your purpose. Now, how did taking pictures at potentially random events add to my purpose? I'm the connections guy, remember? I want to demonstrate and exemplify that we've got more in common than we do in difference. When you end up with similar pictures across disparate events, that's proof that we've got more in common than we do in difference. Those commonalities are now captured in theory forever. So that's one way that I've been able to demonstrate and live out my purpose. Next point. Pursue all that you do with passion and excellence. I know a lot of you have heard that before. What does that mean? Hopefully, Lucy gave you some really, really good context around this one. Now, as she had come into this country illegally, the only job that she could get was cleaning houses. Completely respectable, right? That's a respectable profession. We all need it. However, because she pursued that, with passion and excellence, she was noticed. That got her attention. That built her relationships. That opened doors. And she's continued to do so. So whatever it is that you do, pursue it with passion and excellence. I don't care if it's picking up trash on the street. If you do that with passion and excellence, people are going to notice, whoa, look at the way he picked up that Twix wrapper. I don't know why a Twix wrapper came to mind. It, It just did. But my point, I hope I didn't lose it with my attempt at humor there. If you do things with passion and excellence, it sets you apart. It keeps you front of mind. It lets your purpose be known. And to me, that's what people see. It's almost like an aura, right? You don't know exactly what it is, but something's different about the way that person behaves, the way they act, the way they do their job, the way they live their life. That's what pursuing everything with passion and excellence is all about. Your strengths aren't just for you. Your strengths aren't just to fix your broken pieces. Again, I was floored when Lucy threw that out there. We talked about memes and theories and uh, if you know your dreams are only about making yourself comfortable, then you're not dreaming big enough. Same thing here. Your strengths, what you bring to the table, aren't just to serve you. They're to serve humanity. They're to serve mankind, your family, your community, the world. And trust me, right now in the age of this pandemic of COVID-19, people rebelling, people not sure what to do with themselves, people not sure what the future will look like. These people, your community, need you. They need your strengths. They need your purpose. They need your passion. Again, even if you're not sure why or how that matters, it does. Your strengths are to help everyone. And I'm not saying, you know, be altruistic or socialist or anything of that nature. That's the furthest thing that I'm saying. All I'm saying 
is that your God-given gifts are not just for you. That simple. Next point. As human beings, we weren't created to be alone. Just, again, another tremendous thought. And whether you are a religious person or a believer or believe in creationism and evolution, whatever. Again, I'm not here to debate that. However, I think it's pretty hard to deny that human beings are not solitary animals. We need other people. We need to have an impact. We need support. We need to support others. We need love. We need to reach out. We need to take advantage of those commonalities that I keep talking about. Differences are only there to exalt the beauty of mankind, not to divide. It's the commonalities and the fact that we were not created to be alone that's so powerful that sets us apart to me from every other animal that has ever lived or that ever will live. As Lucy said, what might be missing in my toolbox could be in yours. That's why your strengths aren't just yours to fix your broken pieces. It's a really beautiful thing how we kind of come full circle with some of these points because it's all connected. We're all connected. We've got more in common than we do in difference. Next point here. Trust and control do not coexist. You can have one or the other. I thought this was absolutely amazing. If we trusted more, you wouldn't have to have control. Control is about knowing. And you've heard me talk about the power of not knowing. We talked about, again, being in the moment, not looking at the future or regretting the past or lamenting the past. Trusting yourself. You don't have to control everything. You don't have to know the exact destination. You have to have the vision, right? That's what drives you. That's what you're going towards. You don't have to have a numbered, ordered list that details exactly every step of the way. Back to my story of vulnerability of mice and men man makes plan and God laughs. So going to that level of detail, trying to exert that level of control, it's an exercise in futility. However, if you trust yourself, trust that you have the tools, trust that you're going to make the right connections, trust that you're going to build a community to help you get there. You're going to get there and you're going to do so easily. It's going to look effortless for you to get there. Trust and control do not coexist. This last one, pause and reflect. You have to get to know who you are. Yes, I said humans are not solitary animals and we need each other. We weren't designed to be alone. Still true. I for years said that you will never, ever, ever be happy with anyone else until you are happy with yourself. So you need to pause and reflect. You need to get to know you for who you are and what you bring to the table. Furthermore, I'm going to say that you are going to have to learn to love that person, whoever you are, because it's only with that sort of relationship with yourself that you're going to thrive in the transition. 
that you're going to discover your purpose, that you are going to have the impact that you really want to have on the world, on those around you. That's where the importance of understanding self comes into this whole equation. Yes, knowing your purpose is huge, but you have to understand yourself. So pause and reflect. As Lucy said, the earth, the world has hit the pause button. This is the opportunity for you to get to know yourself. And if you don't like that person or if you're not sure or if you're confused, take this as an opportunity to learn about you. And if possible, or if applicable, make this podcast part of that journey. We're only going to be talking about more great stuff like this, bringing you tips, tools, and people that will help put some of the pieces together, that will help explain why you have certain tools in your box to point at what you might be able to do. So again, you don't have to understand your why for your purpose to exist. Knowing your strengths can help you identify your purpose. Pursue all that you do with passion and excellence. Your strengths are not just to fix your broken pieces. Human beings weren't created to be alone. Trust and control do not coexist. Pause and reflect. I promise you, if you follow any one of these tips, you will be in a better place in life. Hell, if more people lived their purpose, the world would be in a better place. See how I wrapped all of that up. That's the reality. That's my truth. That's what I'm sharing with you. That's why this topic and this podcast are so important. If you follow any of these tips and pointers that we covered during this episode, you will thrive in the transition. I promise you that. All right, folks, that brings us to the end of Thriving in the Transition, episode 12. Thanks for joining me. More importantly, thanks for allowing me the opportunity to be myself. If you're getting anything from this podcast or the people that appear on the podcast, give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe. Add us to the list of other great podcasts that you listen to. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Logic Consulting, L-O-G-I-Q Consulting. Also, follow me on Instagram at Logic Coach, L-O-G-I-Q underscore coach. You know what? Follow me on Spotify too. That's at GQ Down, G-Q-D-O-W-N. And not just the podcast. Follow me to discover all the music that I use to help me thrive in the transition, but also... I just recently created a playlist of all the songs that our guests would dedicate to themselves. You know, the love song or the song of faith or devotion that gets our guests through their transitions. Check that out on Spotify. Reach out on LinkedIn at DJ Will Rock. Don't forget to follow the YouTube channel. Guess what that name is? Thriving in the Transition. And yeah, there's a website too, and it shares that name, www.thrivinginthetransition.com. Now, you can get all of our episodes from that website. We added a podcast link to the menu for your convenience. Now you don't even have to go to multiple websites to get caught up. 
just go to that one website, thrivinginthetransition.com. And while you're there, take a look around to see how else we can connect, to see how else I might be able to help you. Lastly, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, if you're interested in helping us grow and reach more people and get this message out there, send me an email, a tweet, an IM, leave me feedback somewhere, a direct message, whatever works for you. You're going to find a sponsorship button on my homepage on Anchor FM, www.anchor.fm forward slash T-I-T-T, T-I-T-T for thriving in the transition. Again, look for that sponsorship button. Most importantly, don't keep this a secret. People have a bad experience and they share it with everyone that'll listen. People have a great experience and there's this compulsion to want to keep it to yourself. Don't do that. Share it to the world. Share this great experience that you've had with anyone that will listen. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers. You know, it's scientifically proven that listening to this podcast will better prepare you for the zombie apocalypse. Clearly, the coronavirus was just a warm-up. Wait, was that too soon for that joke? It's kind of out there now, so I'm going to stick with it. So, if you want those you love to survive, you need to tell all the people you care about to listen to this podcast. It may be their only line of defense when the time comes, and you know exactly what I mean. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Until the next episode, cheers. Have a great day, folks.